Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Yo, T. Yo, Jay. Here's my issue. What's your issue? I got these nieces and nephews, and they're little kids. Yeah. And I love to listen to music with them. But I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. The music they like to listen to, which I guess you would say is, quote, children's music. It's childish. It's pretty hard for me to listen it's to. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And I've just been thinking, like, is it music the universal language? It's like music and math are the only way we can talk to kids, basically. True. So why can't the music be good for my nieces and nephews and me? It can. Tell me how. Do you know what we're listening to right now? Uh, Willie Nelson? Oh, it does sound like Willie Nelson. It is a band here in Missoula. Okay. Salamanders. The Salamanders? Salamanders. I've heard of the Salamanders. Heard of the Salamanders. They're a kid's band. See, that's what I thought too. But also adults could listen to this and enjoy it. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we're doing right now. That's what I'm after. That's what we're doing right now. Heck yeah. Uh, Do you know why we're talking about them right now? Uh, because they're awesome? Because they're awesome. And they're releasing a CD right now. Tell me what it's called. It's called Bubbles. Love it. This Love is the it. song Poppy. Poppy, I have a dog named Poppy. You do have a dog named Poppy. I have a dog, dog named, named Poppy. Poppy. My favorite bakery is named Poppy. And my favorite flower is named Poppy. And my favorite song is called Poppy. Holy crap. Yeah. So, this is the band Salamanders. Okay. This is the song Poppy. Off the album Bubbles. Off the album Bubbles. Which is out now? Which is out now. Where can I get it? You can get it preferably... If you want, you can go to Rock and Rudy's and get it. And actually have to talk to a person. You'd actually have to talk to a person. And exchange actual currency with that person. That's the way to do it. it sounds risky in terms of germs and stuff. Well, just though. in case, you can go to iTunes, Amazon, or their website, salamandersmusic.com. Awesome. Which I'm on right now, playing this song. All right. This music sounds like it'd be awfully fun to see live, though. This song would be... Oh, I want to hear this specific song live. And you can do that. June 2nd at the Top Hat for Family Friendly Friday. Awesome. Or June 3rd at the Daily Mansion for Spring Adventures. This at the Top Hat sounds fun. I actually would, be really fun. wouldn't mind if they left the kids at home and it was just a grown-up show. If it was just a grown-up show, you could do that too. But there will be kids there. Sounds like we can't do that. You can bring kids there, get yeah. a drink, have the band play music for your kids. Heck yeah. Just saying. That is perfect. Um, and specifically why we need to talk about this. Did you know that in Montana Public Libraries, yeah. they have CDs, kids' music, that those kids can borrow? Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So, this band, for every one of these CDs that they sell, they'll be donating one to a Montana Public Library. So the kid in Scobie, Montana. The kid in Circle. The kid in Billings. Can listen to music with their parents. This is music that both they and the parents will enjoy. And this is, seems like Montana music. It's Montana music. I'm just yeah. saying. Thanks for telling me about It's made manners. in Montana. It's made here in Missoula. Heck yeah. All right. June 2nd, top hat. Thanks. Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. What sheep do you have? We have four. And how many babies are there? Four mommies and six babies. That's the technical. That's like the mommies. shepherd term. Mommies. Forum. How are the mommies today? Mommies and babies. Uh, <laughs> oh, so they are really great. The babies, you know, we were bottle feeding a few of them, which was just adorable. And uh, but now they're nursing on their moms, and they're kind of just like. I mean, to be perfectly honest, they're sort of like wild animals. Yeah. They're terrified of me. Um, but they don't jump over the fence. 
So oh, that's, what you that's not a problem so far. Huh? Oh, Our neighbor recently thinks he lost a lamb to a mountain lion. I believe it. Um, so I bring all the sheep into the bedroom at nighttime. To make sure they're <laughs> safe. I don't do that, but without getting the specifics, I sort of do that. Uh, well, you have to bring them in. You got a little. You got a little. I got a little barn, thing. Yeah. greenhouse, and I thing. lock them in there at nighttime. So I put them to bed and I wake them up every day. Of course. I think they hate it. Uh, well. I don't, How do you get them in there if they're scared of you? Uh, the grain. I have a grain bucket. Oh, okay. And one of our sheep seems to have an eating disorder. Oh. She really likes the grain. Is everybody making fun of her? No. <laughs> Are the other ones making well, fun of kinda, her? Well, they kind of they're alarmed because she eats the grain so fast that it gets into her nose. It seems like. Oh no. And then she starts snarfing everywhere, and a sheep snarfing is ex- very intense. Uh, that's the same thing dogs do when they eat too fast. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it happens to her name is Nibs. It happens to Nibs a lot. Oh, you named him. Uh, I named the I named the the mamas who were sick and had sick babies. Oh, because I was spending so much time with them. It's hard to eat things you name. But now everybody seems good. I we had a, a mama is the name of the other mom, <laughs> <laughs> and she had mastitis, uh, and I gave her antibiotics with a needle into her mouth. No, no into her. Rump. You shot that shit. Into, well, into okay, her. okay. Here's what happened. Uh, the guys at Tucker Family Farm who mm-hmm. know sheep, who Amy Miklovic, who we will talk to soon, yep. uh, hooked me up with. Um, I explained the, the issue with, with this mom's udder, and she didn't have milk, and she had this, like, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, like a hard thing in it, you know? Oh. And it's mastitis. Like and, and, like, women, you know, human beings get mastitis. Everybody gets, every, all mammals, I think, get mastitis. Okay. Um, but she wasn't able to milk. And I was thinking, you know, at this point, we'd had the sheep for, like, uh, like four hours. And I was like, oh, okay. So it was just kidding. And I went online, and it's just all this stuff about how, you know, you just have to kill them, basically. And, um, or that was at least the things that I read that I remembered. <laughs> you know? Maybe I read 12 articles, and one of them said, talked about euthanizing sheep with mastitis. Uh, so this guy, who's a real sheep guy, gave me the antibiotic I needed. And he told me where to do it, you know, like under her arm and make a, a, a tent with the skin uh-huh. and stick the needle in there. Yep. And uh, I got it. I got the, the antibiotic back and I was thinking, oh man, because I was really stressed out. I didn't want to lose it. Yeah. She, I mean, for no other reason, like, what do you do with it then? Uh, can you still eat it? I, I guess. Well, you're not eating that part. But it's not like I haven't gotten to like where where are we breaking down sheep yet, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not set up to dress. You're not set up to to dress an <laughs> to, animal. You currently. don't want to field dress it in front of them. Yeah. And I you know, and it would have to happen, it seems like would pr- they know quickly if would what? they know if you were hacking a part of sheep in front of them? I think so. Oh. They're very connected to each other. It's really cool to watch them it's like a herd. move around. It is a herd. It's a herd of sheep. But I call it a flock because I'm a shepherd. <laughs> um, oh, it is a flock, though, right? Of sheep? I don't know. I think it is. I think it is too. Because they used to be birds. But I think they are herding animals. These <laughs> are uh, uh, Jack Horner. Uh, sheep used to be birds. Yeah, fact. Uh, uh, so this guy gave me this antibiotic, and I was so grateful and relieved to like have someone who knew what they were talking about tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, which comes up a lot in my life these days, by the way. Me not knowing how to do something, and somebody telling me how to do it. And uh, you do. You do embark. On large financial adventures. Oh, yeah. Quickly. I don't need advice on how to spend money. 
<laughs> um, Here, uh, can I set fire to this thousand uh, dollars? I have all the ideas. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but so he gave me this thing. We get back to Potomac. I'm going to give Mama. I'm going to save her life. And I I take the syringe and uh, I I you know tent her skin underneath her arm and I squirt the antibiotic all over the floor and her side. Shit. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh-huh. Shit. So, long story short, I did get a hold of a vet, mm-hmm. uh, Margot, who's the best. She lives in Alaska. She definitely doesn't know we have a podcast or will ever listen to this. Um, but Margot, so so thankful. Thanks, Margot. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I bought antibiotics at the store. I bought needles and syringes. Fuck yeah. I, I went with a... Uh, uh, um, an intramuscular injection rather than a subcutaneous, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, so yeah. just right in her butt. Yep. And a nice fleshy spot in her butt. I uh, gave her two treatments, and she seems to be rocking and rolling. Nice. Yeah, mom was back. Uh, for the first year of Barley's life, well, what I decided was when I got him, he was a pound, 1.2 pounds. Oh, my God. He could f- sleep on my sandal. Are you serious? Yeah, it was really weird. Now he's three pounds. <laughs> <laughs> It's 29 pounds. Um, he, uh, I decided I was going to do everything. And oh, yeah. shots, we never went to the vet. He seemed fine. Shots, yeah. gave him shots. Uh, uh, found someone who sold me a rabies shot. Oh, can you not buy those at? No. Just... You, you can buy the distemper and the kennel cough shots. That's yeah. it. Um, but the kennel cough shot is the one that goes in the nose. Ooh. But it's not a shot. It's just a syringe. It's just a... Uh, with no needle, oh, and okay. you just squirt it into their nose, oh. which is a pain in the ass yeah. for the dog, of course. Yeah. Um, and I and I bought a uh, I bought a textbook f- um, on veterinary science, and I was I was in the I lived with two other dudes. We were all twenty three years old, um, and we I was debating how to neuter him myself. Oh my God. And, uh, and, uh, was reading and studying. Rubber bands. Well, that's you, what you do with sheep. I know. Uh, well, that's what they do with his tail. They is dock. Is that how uh, they dock their tails? Yeah. Well, that's how bands? his tails were docked. His tail was docked, oh. which is why his tail was weird. Cause he was too small. Um, so it came down to my roommate telling me, um, that I shouldn't, they, they all bought into the idea in theory. Yeah. Oh, this will be, be cool. Of the neutering? And, uh, oh and uh, it came down to, I was uh, trying to figure out, like, well, we have a, we have a, a table. I'll just put a tarp down. And, uh, and uh, it came down to me reading through it, like, the eighth time and explaining it to my roommate who was going to assist. Don't you need to, like, knock them unconscious? Yes, and I, and I, couldn't, I couldn't figure that part out legally. Like, how do you get a hold of him? Yeah. And and how do you (laughs) just hit him really hard? Yeah. Uh, Hopefully this knocks him out for, I'm going to need like 30 minutes. (laughs) Uh, I had, my roommate had to tell me that he didn't think it was a good idea. And this is the roommate, uh, my friend Tyson, who I went to high school, middle school, high school. Uh, this is the friend who never said no. Yeah. It was the first time that he had to tell me that he didn't think it was a good idea. Such a bad idea. And uh, and you know what, Travis? 20? It's one incision. It it's is one incision. You snip out the little the little units. Then that led me to our first vet visit, which I found out what neutricals were, which are the fake 
um, replacement, uh, I'm going to be really scientific, the replacement nards. <laughs> Why? Just for aesthetic purposes? For aesthetic purposes. That's for like... That is the dumbest shit I've ever that's heard. For like, that's for like weird dudes. Who, who want a dog with big balls. Yeah. That's so, fucking ridiculous. So you put in these soft, um, they're plastic, like hard plastic on the inside, but have a soft layer, I think. Uh, and uh, uh, Prine, the son, talked me out of it. He said, well, they're they're like 300 apiece. And being that narcissistic about your dog, projecting that narcissism <laughs> onto your dog literally should be illegal. Well, and my thing was, like his his immediate response without me asking was we have to give them to be proportionate to the dog because of course the joke would be or in my mind would be what are the biggest ones you have let's put those on him yeah but I was a kid oh my god it was hilarious it's like those guys who have the balls hanging off of their their it's exactly stingers the on their yeah. hitches so we didn't do that and uh, he Barley's dropped. And like I was feeling for them daily at the like six month mark. Yeah, they dropped and like quadruple. <laughs> you didn't have to do anything. Oh, they've been so great. <laughs> <laughs> no, they dropped and 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 like quintupled in size in like three days. They went from like they went from like a pea to a, a not a ping pong ball, something smaller than that. And I immediately took them in and got them off, which is partially why his head is so tiny, probably. Because he started growing. Because I took the shit right off. Like, you notice uh, a dog with... A dog who is intact usually has a giant head. Yeah, like Ross's dog. <laughs> Ross's dog is intact. What's Ross's last name? Ross Ridner. <laughs> Ross uh, I've been making... Ridden, the, Riddenhouse. Ridenhour. I've been Ridenhour. Making, I've been, I make the joke uh, because it's mispronounced. I, miss, I make the joke of Ridenhour. Ridner. Ridner. Is the joke I make, but that's not what it is. Okay, I still don't know what his last name is. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, then that's when Barley and I started going to the vet. And shortly after that, he broke his leg and we had to spend some time with the vet. Vets are intense. Anyway. My dog Poppy, uh, her first vet experience was when she got uh, fixed. Her spade or whatever. You know, She's a girl. Yeah. Spade. Fixed doesn't work? Oh, fixed works. Sorry. I was, I was, I just, I mean, you, you seem confused. Why? Because of the face you were making. <laughs> Uh, according to Bob Barker, it's Spade. Okay, Spade. Uh, according to Bob Barker, he always uh, he always says at the end of uh, oh, when they were all about that cause, always have your dog spayed and neutered. That's so funny. Uh, what a way to end a game what show. A weird thing for him to. <laughs> Why isn't that our new sign off? Is Drew Carey doing that? Uh, I don't know. I've never actually. I don't seen, think he is. I've never seen. An he's episode. great. Uh, I'm sure. I think he's he's really great. I've always been entertained by him. Um, you know the story with him. Uh, when he got, when he was offered the show, and uh, I'm sure I'm sure this is a roundabout. Uh, his friend uh, Jeff B. Davis, who is one of the Who's Line guys, yeah, uh, and also on the podcast Harmontown, he's Dan Harmon's best friend. Uh, apparently, as the as the story goes, Drew told him, "Well, you know, I, I might take the job. I mean, if the money's good." And uh, Jeff had to look at him and say, "Yeah." If the price is right, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you're an improv guy. That's awesome. So, I bet the money's good. Oh, fuck. I bet it's great. And what are the, it's one of those shows probably that they film four in one day. Um, no. Oh. I think they film one a day. 
My, no way. My, he has to show up every day. My aunt and uncle. Awesome. I'm pretty sure they film it every day because you can't. My my cousin used. My aunt and uncle have been to it, and my cousin used to live pretty close to CBS Studios. It's mm-hmm. CBS, right? Sure, I think so. Wherever it's filmed, and like every Burbank. day at like one o'clock or whatever, there was this crazy line of people, mm-hmm. and it's everybody wanting to go see the price. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Here's my question about the prices, right? Uh, and Carly and I have argued about this a lot. Uh, the the mountain climber is the best game. The Yodler is the best game. No. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it uh, is. <laughs> I, I mean, they're, all the games are the same to me. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, the name of the game, the name of the show is Price is Right, so they're all going to do that. Right. And they're all going to... Well, Plinko's the... Plinko's, Plinko's pretty, the famous... Pink Plinko gets a lot of credit. Well, it's a bit... It's big. It's big. It's, it's big. really big. Where do they keep all that stuff, you think? Okay. Uh, uh, my question is how people are so... And, and seemingly genuinely... Like, out of their minds, excited to be there. Yeah, I mean, I assume the only reason you'd go there is because you're that excited. Yeah, but no. I mean, it's like, it's they all, in the same exact way, are the kind of hysterical excited. Because yeah. I could be, you know, if I were, who would I be so excited to meet? You would be so excited to meet Tom Brokaw. Oh, not even a little. <laughs> you'd be yeah. so excited to meet uh, Genghis Khan. You would be so excited God, to I, meet... I can't even think of one person I would be that excited to meet. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Donald Trump. You want to meet Donald Trump? Would you be that yeah, excited? Yeah, but that... I would be, but it's not... It doesn't work for this, you're not, you're for not this particular topic. No, not somebody you hate? <laughs> uh, no, it, it's, it's just that I don't... I think that there are people who can be crazy excited about something mm-hmm. and not express it in a way that is like... Uh, short of breath and you're jumping up and down and you like keep doing this with your shirt oh, yeah. and like yeah, you yeah. just like can't fucking stop, fidgety you yeah. know but everyone there is like that oh they're on it and i want to know what is said before the show or what is maybe administered oh nice before the show oh so have uppers you, have you seen the thing with the dude who got on the show and he was on mushrooms no. Oh my god. I'm sure it's amazing. He, he says something like he was like a skateboarding rabbi for his job. <laughs> his oh, job. sweet, <laughs> sweet. Uh, but that's what I, what I watch that show. I mean, it, it makes it fun to watch because it's a little bit infectious. That's why it's fun. Um, but I just I, I'm always amazed. Like certainly someone in the audience is like the kind of person who'd be like, "All oh, right." Um, I believe it's the. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, the Liddick family. Marco and Christine, yeah. they've been on the show multiple times. On it or at it? On it and won. That's not fair. Uh, I don't think they've won each time. Okay. But I think Marco, I still haven't actually watched the clip because, well, I got when I'm YouTube and I'm I'm watching uh, World Star fights or no, I'm not. I, <laughs> I mean, I I did, however, watch. Uh, this is my YouTubing for the last couple nights. Uh, I got caught up in watching post-game basketball player interviews where they're sitting at the table and it's oh and it's the only ones and and it's all the compilations of them being totally angry and mad at the questions being smart asses uh walkaways this interview's over which it seems to be the only point of those like when those guys get totally. fined for that shit yeah. because if it goes well they say stuff like Wish we would have played better. Oh, they say the word execution a lot. Wish we would have execute. We just didn't execute. Like as a journalist, who I think is who are, are sitting on the other side of those microphones. Sure, those and it's the same same twenty journalists. They've been there every game. Yeah. Uh, are they like writing this shit down? 
Sure. Maybe their Fuck. assistant is. I it don't, just I don't seems know. like such inane bullshit. No, I, uh, angry coaches are fun to watch. That's the only time it's good. Yeah. And I mean, and, and it's what they're not allowed to do, which is probably part of the thing, the forbidden fruit thing. You're not allowed to swear. You're not allowed to deny a question. And you have to go. You have to go. Watching LeBron um, talk about how he's amazing directly after being amazing, but then also uh, uh, just hating it. Do you like LeBron? So I don't know. I love him. I don't. I don't I watch. I don't watch basketball. Him. I don't watch baseball. Yeah. I watch football on occasion. That's just the worst of all the sports to watch. Uh, it's pretty bad these days. It's pretty boring. What's the what's the what's the way they can fix it? The best way I thought. No helmets. No helmets is the best they way they can fix it. fix it. They really would fix it. Um, and just like less, you like uh, interference. Yeah, but then it's not gladiators. Then it's not the. Uh, I mentioned this on the podcast three times now. The gladiator sport. The rich white people uh, watching uh, black people uh, fight each other. Oh, I know. Yeah. NCAA. NFL. Yeah. Uh, tennis. <laughs> Same thing. Well, I don't understand how that's related to what I just said. It's not, but a, a, a tangent is, you just wanted to get is all there. we do. Yeah, it's true. Uh, except for today. <laughs> We're going to stick to topic. Segway. Woo! Today's topic, speaking of being crazy on the prizes, well, right? We haven't seen each other in a long time. I know, you moved. because Well, and also it's like full-fledged farm season now, which is like... Yeah. And it's sunny, scattered. so I don't leave the house. Yeah, so I mean, we have a lot to catch up on. <laughs> we, we do, we do. And we wanted to... What did we want to talk about? Mental health? We wanted to re- Mental health part two! Yeah, where are you at? What uh, are you doing? Here's, here's what's happening... Oh, Jesus. This is stupid. This is why we started the podcast. We should do one of these every, like, four months, I think. Yeah, well, it's all seasonal. That would be three times a year. Uh, (laughs) Correct. Let's say... um, My theory is... I feel that my winter depression... Seasonal affectedness disorder... Seasonal affected disorder? Seasonal affect... Shit. Affected. Why did I used to think it was two Ds? As I thought it was too. Well, I thought it was SADS. I thought there was an S at the Syndrome. end. Syndrome. Seasonal affective disorder syndrome. <laughs> yeah, disease. Oh, disorder, disease, syndrome. Yeah. Uh, and and it's the only emails we get about the podcast are regarding our mental health episode. Yeah. Um, thank you for those of you who sent in paragraphs of uh, that. And thank you for mentioning vitamin D. Yes. Uh, apparently the That's vitamin D is not helping us. Do you know you absorb vitamin D through your eyeballs? Ooh. And if you wear sunglasses too often... Clayton Patty, all the time. my friend Clayton Patty, who knows something about this, told me this. So if you, <laughs> he is uh, a doctor. If you think this is not true, you can direct your uh, emails to him, and uh, <laughs> we'll give you his email address. Doctor Clayton Patty. Um, but yeah, and if you wear sunglasses too often, you're not getting that uh, absorption. That's hilarious. Point. I, I wear sunglasses year round. So does Carly. All the time. So does Carly. Sun's bright. I know, but you're both sort of this uh, sad, <laughs> you know, sad and angry. No, the the uh, uh, I always love the theory that the sun is trying to kill us, or that Earth in general is trying to kill us at all times. Like we're not, we're, we have to fight against the sun at all times. It's trying to kill us. It's trying to burn us. It's trying to blind us. But it gives us life. It does. We're like Superman. Um, no, uh, what I feel is my my seasonal geez, winter depression. Yeah, uh, helps helps quell my anxiety. They fight each other and I'm pretty level like in spring and fall. I'm like right in the middle. But then when it gets sunny, I don't have the depression. 
and I'm super anxious. Really? Yeah. I, I am I am monster anxiety right now. All right. Let's like, I have to sit down. It's the first time in, the long, in my life that I've had to sit down and, like, I have to stop and try to figure what what is what is going on? What of the five things that I'm supposedly worried about? What are why? Which one of those is making me uh, tense and weird? You've never done that before. Uh, this last like this year and last year, I have to do that. I have had to do that every single day since I was about 14 years old. Maybe maybe this is the first time so I care. So fucking get over it. <laughs> well, that's how the episode's supposed to end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, also, my anxiety comes from it's sunny out. You're supposed to be out doing things in the sun, but you go bike ringing like every day. I do. Well, yeah, not every day, but I, I go, and I always think that's funny because I'm covered head to toe, covered head to toe, sunglasses, everything. Yeah, it's almost like I'm not in the sun. Right. My weird tan comes from wearing bike gloves. I have a little oval on Ooh. my hand. That's that's the only sun I'm oh getting God. is that little oval. Right Why don't there. you wear sunscreen? Oh, I never, I, I haven't worn sunscreen in, uh, I, let's, oh, thank you. Let's open up that email thread. I haven't worn sunscreen since high school. Because of, because of how people say it's bad for you? Yeah, and I don't like having shit on my skin. No, it's not because of that. I don't like having, uh, like I've never put lotion on my skin. It's one of the reasons probably I haven't gotten a tattoo in like five or six years because you have to put lotion on it. Huh. Uh, uh, I don't like having stuff. I wear sunscreens that like the way it smells. Oh, see, that's disgusting. I love... I put some on today. Carly told me to put some on, and I complained about it, and then I smelled it, and I put it on. Oh, you love it. Because it makes me... Because summer is... Uh, I very much like summer. Mm. I love summer. You do, but it's when you feel I anxious. Hate Why do you feel so anxious? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not taking advantage of the summer enough. No, I, it's probably deadlines. Did, are you more busy in the summer? No, I'm just... I'm, just, I'm the same busy I always am. <laughs> Or I'm not busy enough. Uh, I'm a musician who books gigs, and they're 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 not they're not there like they should be in my mind. Even yeah. though I can look at the past 14 years of calendars and know it's kind of the way it always is. Yeah. But I don't know what that is. So, oh. uh, so anyway, that's what this podcast is about. You can email me at and give me a gig. Just joking. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> Fuck you. We could, oh. we could start a GoFundMe. <sighs> Oh, Jesus. No Kickstarters, no GoFundMes. Um, uh, so you're feeling anxious. I'm anxious as fuck. You're anxious as fuck. Do you yeah. think it's worse this year than in past years? Yes. And do you feel like that's because of your professional life changing? Sure. We're unpacking this right now, and then you can unpack mine. Oh, I think I think yes. I think it is. I got a lot going on. I do, I, I do this thing where I have a bunch of projects, yeah. and then I weed that down to a couple projects yeah. and work them really hard. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. At all. <laughs> Music projects, like uh, the joke of being in a bunch of bands. Yeah. I do that, and then I work those down to the ones that are working. Yeah. And then, and then they slow down. So then I add a bunch of projects. Yeah. And then, not every one of those projects gets enough attention. Right. From me. Yeah. And then I think, oh, it's slowing down because of me. Yeah. And it might be. Yeah. Sometimes it is. And and then and then it moves back into, well, now I only have two projects and I'm not busy enough. Yeah. So I add on a bunch of projects. You know, you're literally describing what I do also. Totally. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. I think that's, I mean, that's anybody that works on a, like, in order to have work, we have to go get it. Totally. Which sucks, uh, but it's fine. Uh, 
But I guess my question is, so I imagine that's been a cycle that you've been experiencing for your whole adult life. I'm more responsible for it now. Oh, you that's are? That's the deal, yeah. Like, you are the instigator of the projects. I'm the one doing the booking. Oh. For most of the things. That's stressful. Where for years... Uh, you got calls for most of them. I got calls, them, yes, whatever. and I love getting... Who loves getting calls? The joke is, I'll play the gig, and if I had to call them, the money needs to be great. Yeah. But if they called me... I don't even, I'll forget to ask about money. Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll come to Billings on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it'll be great. Wait, how, how much am I coming to Billings for? So yeah, I think that's what the deal is. I've cut back on coffee. We're drinking some of it at a really bad time of day right now. Fuck yeah. We're going to get some shit done. This it's afternoon. making me tired. <laughs> I, feel, I feel weird. <laughs> <gasps> oh, that Kirkland brand out of the tent is good. Man. Oh, we need to get some more coffee Sleepy. up in here. Huh? Um, anyway, that's the deal. It's kind of normal for me, but it feels more intense now. Okay. But it sounds like you, you understand why. I do understand why. It's not like sourceless. That's the worst. Mm. If I had, to, if I couldn't pinpoint it, yeah, I'd have a nervous, I'd have a breakdown. Yeah. I'd have, uh, I guess I've never had one of those. One time I've had one of those and I was in Safeway and I had to, I got to call somebody to help me shop. I think that's the biggest nervous breakdown I've ever had. No, and it wasn't like call somebody to come and get me and get me out of here. It was, will you come here and help me figure out these last 10 items that I need? That was awesome. Uh, Years ago, years and years and years ago. Yeah. Now I never ask for help. Which is not a good thing. That's not awesome. I I never ask for help. Bad. You know that that's a bad thing. I don't need help. You believe that? (laughs) No, I don't. No, I don't at all. Okay. I just don't think anybody can help me. Oh, (laughs) you do. Travis, you do, you need help. <laughs> Everybody needs help. I love that. I love the, well, I'd ask for help, but nobody can help me do this. Nobody knows what I'm trying to do right now. Nobody knows this. Nobody knows this really intricate process of going to Costco like I do. So, oh, fuck. You, you are helpless. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. No, you need help. I'll oh, help sure. You. I ask for help all the time. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm lucky to have somebody to ask for help. I, in house. Oh, in house. In this house, I can ask. I can ask Bridget for help. She also deals with anxiety, though. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes it's a nightmare in our house because we're both. Oh, we watched Logan last night. Oh, I Sorry, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, do it now. Is it? A, can I see it somewhere? That's like, uh, iTunes. I know, <laughs> I know. I I splurged. I only like to pay. I only like to see things for free. I know. It really sucks. She she doesn't like violence in movies, and uh, I kind of have that thing with movies where, you know, they tend to be violent at the beginning to establish that, and then it tapers off. Yeah. So that oh, you just get through the first ten minutes, and then now we'll get into the drama. Oh, this one's this one's pretty graphic all the way through. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. But it's also isn't it supposed to be like pretty dramatic? Also? It is. It is. Uh, there's. There's. It's the only. It's the only DC movie that I've like cried. Other than it's, Alfred and Batman, uh, but I can't. X Men is Marvel. Oh, is it Marvel? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, why do they? Why are they not as good as the Avengers movies? Uh, why are the X Men movies not as good? You think they're not? I do not think they're as good. No, I'd never rewatch X Men movies. I actually haven't either. Um, and so I don't have a good answer. And you didn't have—I didn't have to watch any to know what was going on in this. Like Bridget enjoyed it; she could understand. Oh, with like backstory and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the only backstory you need to know is it's in the future, and there once were mutants, and now it's not a thing. Okay. As much anymore, 
They, and they, they, they hint at it enough. There's characters in the movie. There's, uh, there's day players in the movie that say things like, oh, I've always wanted to meet a mutant. Oh. So it's got a little bit of that feel. I it's like a, that, though. It's like in 2024. Cool. Ooh. It was great. Anyway, uh, the anxiety thing. I think we were both, this week has been a super anxious week for both of us. Yeah. So we sat down and watched the movie, and That's it was so, interesting. so great. And it felt good. Oh, fuck. No funds. Uh, for once, really, yeah. That's I, really good. Because I had to update mine. It makes a difference. Yeah. We, so, okay. So, <laughs> okay. I was, I actually was very anxious this week also. And so was Carly. We both were. And I think ours uh, is coming from a feeling of uh, just being a little overwhelmed. Yeah. And like the season is sort of happening now. Like, you know, you're all spring with, with the mo- with moving and like all this other shit. It's always been like, well, we still got time. Mm-hmm. And it sort of, we became clear that like we were in the season like a month ago. Yeah. And that this was real and like it's happening now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're like. We got plenty of time. We'll do it later. We have to make hay, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> now. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and there are all these other moving parts and just feeling really spread thin. Uh, and yesterday we just, uh, we left the dogs at our house. Mm-hmm. Our friend watched them. Awesome. Watched the other animals. And we just went camping. And, like, literally, we just went and slept in the woods oh, and came back. Because uh, it, and also, it's your, in my life. It was our anniversary, yeah. Yeah, your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you don't mention it, there's always a moment of, like, uh, uh. Well, but, I guess I wanted to seem like we were doing it just because we felt anxious and we're so on top of ourselves that well, we, I'd knew say we it, just need to go to the woods. Well, I'd say it feels good to do something on one of those. I, not to say they're fake days, but like yeah. the the anxiety of, well, it's our anniversary, we have to go do something. Yeah. When you actually do something, it feels like, it feels more amazing. It feels more amazing, and it just felt so good. I mean, because I even yesterday we harvested, and it was our biggest. We did we did a hundred pounds of, of greens yesterday, Woo! which was just fucking awesome. Uh, it felt so good. No. Uh, but it was like a crazy day and, you know, getting home and being like, oh, now we're going to go camping. There was a part of me totally that was like, can we just stay? Yeah. You know, but I wasn't going to say that. And, and we went and God, like I said, we, we like walked around in the woods for a few hours, ate some macaroni salad, Mm. sandwich and went to bed before it was dark. Oh, fuck yeah. And it was fucking great. Nice. Feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. Feels so good. You didn't. You don't need. You don't need Xanax. You don't no. need. A, you don't need. <laughs> I mean, some people might, but I, I don't know. I, I, I seem to do okay. The woods is my Xanax. Woods, man. I just need to get out there, <laughs> spend some time with my with your squeeze, maker, Aww. with my date. Oh, it's great. Okay, so uh, where are you today? Post, because you probably yeah, have to so immediately t- get back today, to work. Um, I feel good. That I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Is I feel refreshed. Uh, today logistically was a little complicated for mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, the thing that I'm getting used to is just having to commute right now oh, as yeah. much as I do. So I have to, you know, I have, I have an hour and a half of my day every day that's spent in transit. Yeah. It's like 30 miles, right? Uh, yeah. But you know, you're going 15 for two of them. Totally. Um, so, uh, well, when I say it's like 30 miles that, that panics the shit out of me. Yeah. It's too long. It's a lot of time in the car. Yeah. And it's a lot of time. Sometimes it's good. All that thinking time. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to you know? come up with some great ideas. Sometimes you just start doing something rather than think about what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, uh, and I feel, I just, yeah, I feel on top of it again, which is so it's fucking cool. awesome. It's really important 
one thing I'm getting better at slowly, but although this spring I was really bad at it, and I'm, I'm now trying to return to it, is um, sometimes I feel like being busy and working hard is this like macho thing that is somehow like tied up in my identity, and that if I don't bust my ass and fill every second of every day, it's like uh, that I'm like not me somehow, mm-hmm. or that I'm failing myself somehow, mm-hmm. um, and that is such a load of bullshit. Yeah, and not not you know going camping with your wife or going fishing with a friend is like a really dangerous thing, really dangerous decision for me to make and makes me kind of suck at everything else. Yeah. You know, because otherwise when I binge on work, which I did for two months, uh, the one, when I get like a little crack of free time, I binge on Netflix. Yeah. You know, and then you don't feel rested. Mm -mm. You don't feel better. You don't feel like you had a day off. Yeah. You know, I feel like I fucking smoked an eighth of weed and ate 7,000 calories yeah. and watched an entire season of a TV show. Yeah. And guess what? It makes you feel like shit. Yeah, that's not good. So, um, I'm really, and fortunately we live in Montana. Yeah. Where there's lots of opportunities. I know, you can take, uh, you can watch Netflix in the woods. You can take your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I haven't done that, where it's like, you know... Because yesterday, uh, day before, I binge watched two seasons of uh, the Goldbergs. Wow, that is what the fuck, really? <laughs> yeah, the Goldbergs. Have you seen it? No. Oh, holy shit! It's great. Jeff Garland is the uh, father figure. It's made. It's a TV show that's kind of uh, Fred Savage. I think is involved, maybe director or producer. It's a total like sitcom, right? It's a sitcom, uh, multi-camera sitcom that is is uh, is. Uh, takes place in the ambiguous 80s and it's the main protagonist's childhood um and he's telling pretty much the stories from his childhood cool. about his crazy family cool and uh it's and like, it's like golden years it's, no it's wonder wonder years wonder years wonder but years. but uh but goofy and funny um and it's fucking hilarious really uh, it's really good. it's actually funny it's actually really funny there's plenty plenty of one-liners and also um it's uh, <laughs> Uh, it has a, it has a mom, it has a mother that they call the smother, um, and, uh, who loves them beyond anything and tries to manipulate everything. Yeah. And, uh, so it's, it's my childhood and right. it's, uh, it's really good in that way. Yeah. But, uh, I did the thing where I had it playing and was also working. Yeah. And what's that? I, I know that theory works. Yeah. But it just means that I barely watched the show and barely got work done. Yeah, I it doesn't I do it all the time. Yeah, it doesn't work. I do it with like especially cleaning the house and shit. Yeah. And I mean with cleaning the house it's less obviously because you're cleaning the house. That's just a chore. Yeah. But if you want to actually clean the house, just turn the fucking TV off. Yeah, just get it done. <laughs> just <laughs> clean the house. You can put on our you can put on a you can put on music. Yeah. It's so much different. No, because in our house we have the TV that can wheel from room to room. Oh yeah, that's dangerous. Oh my god. Do you ever just tether it to yourself? It means that my neck hurt because I had to turn to watch it while doing dishes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it didn't really work. I enjoyed the show, but I found that if I just sat down and watched one episode, uh, I enjoyed it, of course, a lot more. Yeah. And then, and then just went and did, and then work, uh, instead of spreading my work over a season of, of TV, 
I could just do the work in an hour, watch two episodes, and I could just go outside. Yeah. Whoa. I uh, know. That's weird. Yeah. It's the accessibility. Old. Remember when TV, you, when you couldn't choose, <coughs> excuse me, when you couldn't choose, you just had to watch something, eventually you would give up. Well, that is true. Not all the time. But eventually you'd be like, uh, well, there's literally nothing on that I want to watch. I'm going to go find something else to do. But isn't that why watching TV in hotels is so fun now? It's, it's totally fun. Because you're like, what is this? Yeah. Commercials. I, I watch the same thing. It's always History Channel. You I, do? I got to catch Because uh, for some reason, the only, people. the only thing they show is American Pickers. God. And, and, like, why is it even called the History Channel? <laughs> well, it's not. A, I mean, oh, my favorite is the TV show. I never watch it. And when I see that it's on, I immediately freak out and hate it is Ancient Aliens. Oh yeah, what is that about? Uh, I, I don't really know. Like the pyramids were made by aliens. Yes, it's it's part of that thing, and and like uh, and of course I never figure anything out, and, and it's all bullshit. Uh, I can't watch that. I can't watch that. Like that's garbage to me. Yeah. How it's made used to be great. That show is interesting. But even that one gets to the point where like they're running out of material. Yeah. Like they're they're explaining once you see how a pencil's made, you're like yeah fuck yeah, here's how a pen's made. Okay, okay, I'm I'm still in. Here's how, here's how paper's made. Well, I know how paper's made. Right. Here's how, they, here's how they put spiral notebooks together. Yeah. Why am I still watching this? Yeah. Why have I watched four hours of this? That is probably the best show on History Channel, though. Is it still on? I don't know. If it is, it's on like at one in the morning or something with the infomercials. Oh. That's the other thing with cable that's weird is... Uh, it shuts off? It kind of shuts off and goes into infomercial time at like 10. Yeah. And... Oh, really? That early? I think so on some channels. So there's not even enough programming for cable. Yeah. Is it still called cable? I don't know. What, <laughs> what would cable refer to Cable now? TV. Uh, the stations you pay for as opposed to the stations you receive digitally through your specialized satellite. Your specialized little... Uh, Which you also pay for. Thing. Well, you pay for... Oh, you're talking about thing. bunny ears. Yes, the new, the new digital... Right. So cable would be anything, anything above but, that. Anything but network TV. So I guess it's still the same. It is, even though it's satellite. I know a lot of people call it the dish. Dish TV. The dish. dish. But uh, uh, I'm, I grew up in the 80s and 90s where we literally had a satellite satellite, satellite yeah. dish. That it was like could, eight feet wide. Uh, yeah, and you could control it from the controller, and it and it moved it. Oh, really? Yeah, and it said uh, east and west on the uh, on the on the thing, which was so awesome. Oh, that's so fun! And even in Helena, to we, get a better signal. Yeah, and pick up different channels. But even then, in Helena, the satellite dish still only picked up like a fox during a storm. Right. You could get fox, so it didn't matter. It was just more fun that you could press the button and it moved around. Until I don't know what happened to that thing. Somebody. Somebody took that to the dump. Do people still buy like direct, is DirecTV a satellite thing? I don't know. I know I I know they still install those They're things. Small, right? man, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. They still install them. I see people with that. I'm sure that's still a thing. DirecTV is like the biggest. There's like everyone I know works at DirecTV. Oh yeah, that's not true. Well, we have a hub. I know two people that work. It's like there. a thousand people right now. Yeah, there. there's a subway in. I heard there's a subway inside of the DirecTV building. Oh, oh, the restaurant. Not just joking. <laughs> I was waiting for there to be like, wait, wait. They didn't go for an L. They went with a subway. The subway that goes from one end of the building to the other. <laughs> so big. Okay, so uh, yes, watching TV and working is bullshit. Uh, uh, it doesn't is. really work. It is, and it's just. I guess what, where I was going with that is, it's. It's. I'm all about. I think. I think you pronounce it Huga, but it's spelled like H Y, G G E. What the fuck? Yeah, and it's a word 
It's, I don't know. It's this, a Scandinavian language. Is this like we're going to find, is this a word that we're going to find out as bullshit like feng shui? I, I didn't know feng shui was bullshit. I think it is bullshit, yeah. I think I've heard enough about how it's all made up. Really? Yeah, I think that's actually an American idea. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Fortune, I, didn't, I didn't even know feng shui was bullshit. So. Fortune cookies aren't even made in... No, I mean. Well, this this idea, if it's not uh, if it's not literally true, I think that you will find it is figuratively true, which okay. is that um, in like places where it's dark all winter, mm-hmm. there's huga would be like the, the sort of warm, cozy feeling you seek. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, like getting on the couch with your loved one and watching a movie and like snuggling because it like sucks outside. Um, and I think this winter we did a lot of that. Mm -hmm. This was a harsh winter, especially in like January and February. Um, and I think though, then you like train yourself to, it becomes like a crutch when you feel any sort of like discomfort or stress is to go back to Huga. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to me this spring. Meaning like, Oh fuck. Oh my god! I get an afternoon off. I'm gonna like make some instant ramen <laughs> and like chill. Yeah. And pretty soon though, you're either working or quote chilling. Oh yeah. Uh, and that sucks. Yeah, the self-employment schedule can be dangerous, uh, the and worst. I think that me and you are probably uniquely ill suited for it. Yeah. But also uniquely ill suited to be employed. Oh yeah. Uh, I've I've debated I've, for the first time in my life. How do I find a regular job? What would you do? I, I don't know. Last time Couldn't I had a regular out. job, uh, high school guidance counselor. The closest thing I've had to, had a regular job in the last ten years was working at the Independent. Yeah, but you're in charge of yourself. Yourself to a certain extent, but I couldn't even do it for six months. I flaked out. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Fuck. Uh, uh, they know I don't work there anymore. I know. <laughs> oh, do, oh, do they? <laughs> well, ever since they got taken over by Lee. Yeah. Such more shit. Uh, Lee Enterprises. Lee Enterprises has four papers in town. And, or, no, or, I'm sorry, in, in the state. Was it only four? Uh, oh, yeah. The, Repub- the Republic, Missoulian, Gazette, IR. IR. Um, and three of those papers sent out a uh, support. Uh, from their editorial departments for Greg Gianforte. Yeah, giant fart. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, and then he he body slammed the night before the election. He body slammed a uh, Guardian reporter, which is apparently his not his first interaction that was horrible with a Guardian employee. Yeah. Okay. So he's got a thing, and then the morning of the election. It was the morning of the election or it was the night before? Or the morning before. No, it was the morning of the election. Those three papers rescinded their... Yeah. Uh, which is great. Totally. Uh, too late, question mark type of thing. I mean, yeah. Can we talk about this? Uh, the word... Okay. Look at that. Okay. Wait, um, the, that was the greatest segue in history. So many things. So many fucking things to say about this. Um, I screamed fuck in my car this morning by myself. Oh yeah. First of all, after because Carly and I are camping, so we we saw the the body slam thing. Yeah. And when I saw the news, I I think that my initial response was sort of hope, uh-huh. because I know you've been thinking the same thing. Like Quist is going to get his ass kicked. Yeah. It's not going to be close. Um, and this felt like oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. Maybe there's hope. 
And then he got charged with assault? Misdemeanor assault, which is I've never heard of. Uh, it just I mean, means that you didn't get that hurt. Well, I, well, I know, but it's 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 I, I never really I never really understood how there can be because he didn't use a weapon, I guess. Well, so basically, but my hands are registered as a weapon in the state of Montana and uh, uh, Utah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, if here, I think it would have been felony assault if like he had hit his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, if he would have really, really... You know, yeah. or if he had... The guy had been walking away from him, and he, like, punched him in the back of the head. Yes. You know, there are different circumstances that would gotcha. aggravate the situation to the point of it being a felony. Got it. Um, and I don't... I think it was a misdemeanor. I really okay. do. Um, it's, it amounts to, like, you know, you shove your buddy at the bar, and, like... Or not your buddy. You get in an argument at a yeah, bar, yeah, yeah. and, like, somebody shoves somebody, and they trip over a bar stool. Mm-hmm. It's, you know... I mean, that's not what happened, obviously. No. Uh, and if somebody running for Congress did that at a bar, it would be a big deal. It would be a huge deal. <laughs> um, but so we saw the news, and my initial response was like hope. I was like, okay, yeah. this is this this is this is the chance. Yeah. And and this comes on months of feeling just fucked, right? I yeah. mean, it's or six months now where we've just felt really fucked by our government. Um, so this felt like a sliver vote. And, uh, and then we went camping on election day uh, after voting. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. We voted <laughs> first. All you people that said you were camping instead of voting. Okay, I actually worked first. Yeah, then I voted. Then I, actually, I voted and then I worked. Um, oh, uh, anyway. Um, so we didn't know what the results were until mm-hmm. this morning when I went into Sealy Lake to get us some coffee. No. And I heard, and I got to say, I wasn't, I'm not surprised still, no. you know, because I think, and this has been the, the narrative through this whole thing that's so frustrating and, and makes it all, it kind of makes it feel all not matter. Uh, but it's that the thing that was so outrageous to us and so egregious to me and you is exactly the opposite for people who were going to vote for Greg Gianforte. Oh, they were psyched. Meaning, yeah, man, he's the victim, and he shouldn't have to put up with that shit. Yeah, they were psyched. And you can poke holes in in that uh, thinking all you want, which I personally think is very, very easy to do. Mm-hmm. Like, would you teach your kid when he's uncomfortable or feels pressure to just fucking knock someone over and punch them? Yeah. Is that how we respond to pressure? <laughs> you would teach your child that. <laughs> Um, I think most people would say no, but fuck, maybe they would say yes. And certainly we seem to accept that out of Congress people and even, even like want it out of them. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I don't know. One thing I've realized about this is I'm not a Democrat anymore. I'm not either. I, and I, and I said that the other night that, uh, like I've never really considered myself a Democrat. Yeah. But specifically lately when you throw me. When you throw uh, 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 candidates in front of me that I I can't get behind, just because that's what the party chose. Yeah. Uh, I, I that sucks. Yeah. Uh, that's and like, and I'm so in the dark of how they're chosen. Like I get how primaries work. Right. But I I'm so in the dark about it that. Yeah. Who did? Who who's so? Is it the? I don't know who does it either. I don't know either. I've been responding. To my robo-techs. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That so that's intense. the way I've been dealing with it is by responding to the robotechs and telling them my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. For instance, uh-huh. it would be sweet if you did not send me this robotext from a fucking Oregon number. I know. This I know. doesn't, there are lots of people in Montana who would f- not like that. Yeah. For, I mean, I don't think it fucking matters yeah. personally, but that's going to matter when they see an out of state zip code. You know, yeah. that's going to. That if if the point of this is to get people to vote for Quest, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, at least just have a fucking Montana phone number. Uh, I responded stop to all of them, and one of them wrote back, "Are you sure?" Question mark. It's like, yeah, hey, hey, a person, other yeah. human. Yes, I'm sure. This is my phone. I already have to turn off my email notifications so that I don't go nuts. Yeah. What like, and you. I mean, I guess they don't have record if I voted or not already. Yeah. If it's just on my party email. Because I was, because I loved oh, Obama you, you, and worked for Obama. You mailed it in? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Which, that's the other one, is people saying, well, the Republicans that mailed in their vote, maybe they might have changed their vote. No, I don't think so. I don't think, think so. enough of them would have. No. no, and, and we don't want to open up, I don't want to open up that, that can of worms, because we're lucky enough to have the mail-in vote. Right. You know it would be sweet? If we just had a system uh, where people who assault other people doing their jobs just don't get that far in the process. Oh, that's so weird. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh. Seems like not that much to ask. Because, uh, with- sorry, fuck, fuck. fuck. Watching, watching Paul Ryan even like have to give a press conference about some dill in Montana, like, oh, I just there's nothing I can do about it, but... He should apologize, and of course he apologized the second after he won. The first thing he did was lie. <laughs> well, I know the, the so, first thing he did was lie about but, what happened. But yeah, and we've been proved it's been proven that in in our state of media and politics now that you can do that. Yeah. You can just send out the blatant lie, and and your it's believers and your believers attach to themselves to it. Mm-hmm. Like I just listen to the. All you have to do is listen to it and know. Well, I. I, that person was wrong. Yeah. I don't care what it was. If you tell me it was a private room, he wasn't allowed in. Okay. Here's, so here's the thing. Though. All he, that. Shit. Here's the thing though is, is Gianforte has created an environment where he's made it impossible for reporters to do their jobs. And all these motherfuckers have, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, excuse my language, but it's really, I'm very frustrated. Yeah. Um, do you like that I just apologize for saying fuck like I don't say it 50 <laughs> times every episode? Um, it's got the red E next to the yeah. title. We're fine. Uh, but the whole, the only way any really in practice mm-hmm. uh, our democracy functions is through the press. Meaning we cannot all be expected to get to every campaign event that Gene Forte holds. We rely on the press. Yeah. To learn about our candidates. Yeah. Right? So as soon as they stop answering questions from the press, the whole system breaks down. And you could tell me, oh, well, then the liberal media has to stop being... No, we, you, you have to ignore that. Yeah. Because in the end, it's all a wash. There are as many far right-wing journalists there as there are far left-wing and a whole bunch of them in the middle. Yeah. And actually, probably most of them are in the middle. Of course. You just don't like that they ask you questions, which again is their job and is the only way our democracy functions. Yeah. So uh, by him saying constantly, 
uh, you're going to have to take it up with my press person. Or we're going to get to that next week. Or just you know answering it by not answering at all. He's creating a situation where reporters have to chase him. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, yeah. sorry, dude. You've, you've made this bed. Yeah. And then, on top of that, to not only not answer the question, but then to fucking assault the guy. Oh, it's crazy to me. And then win! And then win. Oh, and then he gets rewarded for it. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's so sad, and I'm sorry, man. I would love for that dude to look me in the face and say that, like, that's a... That was a Christian thing to do. <laughs> what he would uh, probably do is he'd tell me that it tested his faith. His faith was tested. Oh, my God. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs it's so bleak. People. But, yeah, so, like, what you're left with, though, is I really feel... Because I'm like you. I don't know. I guess I've always thought I was a Democrat since I could vote because that's how I've always voted. Yeah. Well, um, you're given two choices. And you're given two choices. And I, and I guess I've just... I've always, I've always thought that it's not perfect, but it's good enough. Like... I, this is close enough for me, yeah. you know? Um, and and then obviously in the last couple of years, it's felt a little more like you're voting against some stuff yeah. more than voting for something necessarily. Which is so not the way to do this. Which really sucks, but, you know, whatever. Uh, this this time, though, it felt like after... And I don't know how much the, the whole, um, you know, the, the DNC emails getting leaked last year, and it showed, like the party officials sort of pushing everyone to rooting for Hillary and not Bernie. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true that was. Um, but it, it definitely seemed fishy. Mm-hmm. And then this, when we have, you know, someone like Amanda Curtis, um, who again, I don't think would have won, but fuck we're in Montana, Yeah, you know, but I think that I would have voted for her rather than just Greg G against Greg G and Forte. Yeah, I don't think the strategy. I don't think there should be a strategy that says we have to run somebody just because they'll win. Right. We should run somebody that'll do the job really well. Yeah, and I and yes, that definitely seems to be going on, and it and it feels like now though is is I uh, I have so little faith in. I guess I've become acutely aware for the first time in my life that there are, like you said, there are, there's this, these party officials who are making these decisions Yeah. who get to like choose what music I get to listen to basically. Yeah. And I just think it's music. I just think these are, sorry, I just punched the microphone. I'm getting so, so angry. <laughs> um, you know, for me, it's always just been like, oh, well, these are the candidates. These are the people who are running. But with this special election, it really brought into focus. No, there are people sort of choosing who gets to be the front runner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And who are they and why do they get to keep their fucking jobs? I don't I don't understand it. I don't under, yeah, I hate that. Did I, they, did nobody know about this fucking financial shit? I know we talked about this with Dan. We don't need to rehash this. Well, yeah, oh yeah, the uh the vetting of your candidate. Just a little. Yeah, uh more yeah. And like well, and then a candidate like Gianforte that's almost impossible to vet. Yeah, totally. Because of yeah, he's got he's got a ton of money. But you don't know where it is, right? And I, I, that 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 part of it, I still don't he doesn't under, know where it is. I still don't understand the idea of the people that want to do this. That's true. The people that want to—that's not the way. I mean, founding fathers this sounds so stupid to talk about, but it's a—they uh, uh, had to talk people into doing it, right? They had to. I mean, the joke would be. We need to find the person who least wants to do this. Find the guy in the field that's hiding and doesn't want to be president. That should be president. Well, it's called service, right? 
Yeah, yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it like with Trump with his quote. Oh my God, that guy. Like, uh, I listened to, and you can ridicule me, not you, audience. You can ridicule me as much as you want. That I'm turning into an old man. I listen to Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. <laughs> I do too. I've been listening to it for years. You get made fun of so hard for that shit. Really? Uh, yeah. oh. You listen to that? Makes oh, me so happy. It's, a, it's like for 75 year olds. It's still funny. <laughs> That's great. Um, their, uh, their opening questions uh, to their first caller are now all about Trump for like 20 episodes. Yeah. It's only Trump related. And not, and I don't think that's just because of material. Like it's too hard to have. Like oh, we have to. Like it's Trump. It's it's ridiculous what he said. It's that there's so much of it, and it's all anybody can think about. Yeah. Um, uh, his quote. Anyway, uh, the joke from uh, Peter Sagal was, uh, I know <laughs> he said something like a message to Trump that was, I know you're excited to give us material, but could you slow down? Yeah. Just a little. Uh, but the quote recently was the one about how this job is so much harder than his uh, his last job, I think is what he said. Because uh, his last job was just showing up. Well, yeah, renting his name out. Fuck, that's uh, but, literally all he did. But, uh, well, of course it's hard. I think I would say this might be the hardest job in America. Yeah. You don't want it. In America? You're, well, yeah. I mean... The dudes that carry the the bricks of sulfur down from the volcano in Indonesia or wherever the fuck that is have a harder job. Yeah. But in terms of like responsibility and responsibility, this is it. Yeah. You are, you are one of the checks and balances and you're a single human and everything has to go through you at some point. Right. Everything. So, but it's the, I think that'd be the hardest job in the world. So mentally, if not, Obviously, physically, we can all look at the pictures of a president at inauguration and a president when they're saying goodbye. They oh, yeah. they look twenty years older as opposed to four years older. Uh, I know what Trump is going. <laughs> oh, the, there was a great uh, there was a great uh, Obama thing from the uh, the last correspondence dinner that showed pictures of him with uh, and how uh, 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 Michelle doesn't age. Yeah. But he aged, and yeah. the last shot was photoshopped just a skeleton. Like, that's horrible. That's a horrible job. Yeah. So, at what point did it become? And that's all they're fucking talking about is winning. Right. Trump is still mentioning how he keeps winning. Yeah. He won. Oh, I won. I won. Okay, great. God, that's weird that you keep talking about that. Right. We need you to talk about what you're going to do. Well, and Dan talked about this too. It's like, well, so why? So you want to like bring jobs back? But the way you talk about that is not in a real way. No, no, no. It's all, it's big grandizing bullshit. Well, and it's just also like you want us to be like 1940s America. Oh, like yeah, the, yeah. what you, what, manufacturing and coal and steel. These are, these Foreigners. are jobs that are gone for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not coming back. No. The world is different. Now. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about jobs, talk about, you know what's the, what's going to be the next app, man? That's where it's at, really. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Trump probably has his own app. I'm sure you know, he should be talking about urban farming and apps. He's funded an app. I I, I think he owns a Snapchat. Trump owns Snapchat, probably. I hate it so much. Um, Are you feeling fatigue on this shit? Because I am. Yeah. Today I, was really hard for me. Well, this it's morning. The, and it's the surrounding sadness. Yeah. Like the fact that we have a podcast and we can't help but talk about it. It sucks. Like. Our next podcast that we're going to do together is about movies. Great. That's fun. I bet we mentioned this bullshit during that podcast. I, yeah. 
And it's the fact that we can't get away from it. Like, and, and there's people that are truly, truly heartbroken by this shit. When you see them, the grief is palpable, and it's, and it's uh, infectious. I got to say, I think I, um, I feel, I think I feel pretty heartbroken about Ooh. it. I yeah. really do. I feel, um, I feel, man, I, so remember how <coughs> when Gianforte said, he said, he references in, when, when he's assaulting the reporter. God, he attacked a dude who had a fucking recorder on him. Are you it's kidding just me? Yeah, just Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, uh, and if Gianforte got upset at me at saying Jesus Christ... I would say, well, well, so talk about behavior. <laughs> uh, um, but he said he referenced the fact that like the Guardian had done this before. Yeah, and you then, guys. Yeah. And then I saw this video online, and I don't know. It's from not very long ago. Yeah, the the reporter that the uh, the guy asked him said he didn't look British. Yeah, yeah, so that guy was from the Guardian. Yeah, and it made me think because you see in the in the video, uh, Forte say something like here from the guardian oh you know this isn't this is for volunteers you're not supposed to be here yeah no so, i got to i got to talk to i got to talk to like my people yeah exactly and so it made me think though that he was referencing that i think he's referencing he's got to be referencing that which was not hostile not at all and i mean if asking, anything the guy just pointed out that hey you if you're going to run for congress you should answer these questions that's the deal yeah you know, and the fact that that makes you so mad, like you're so small of a person that you can't. I mean, the thing that pisses me off, man, and I've said this before, is that this is just shit. Like my growing pains with learning these lessons happened when I was 12. Yeah. Learning how to like turn the other cheek and like be empathetic and see things from other people's perspective and just take the high road. Yeah. And it seems like that's gone. And to come from this fucking Christian guy especially, who oh, is so righteous about shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, to the point where, you know, you tell women how to treat their own bodies. Yeah. And you have a dick. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's so backwards. And then to have, yeah, that other guy in that video say, you don't look British. Oh, that was weird. His, and, it, and it might not be somebody who's connected with him, but it's somebody who, who like, he did that thing. He did that thing. He puffed his chest out and like made a joke about. Oh, it. and he was looking in his eyes. Looking in his eyes and 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 threatening him with, "Well, you don't look British because he does look, uh, say, uh, like he's Middle uh, Eastern. Yeah, like Middle Eastern Indian. I'm not sure he which one dark, it is. He has dark skin. I know, and that's all it was. He isn't a pasty white British you, dude, you, you which don't... was what British people looked like in the 1800s. I know. <laughs> um, so watching that, I was. And then, and the fact that it came back around, like I, I hate that he has a grudge. Yeah. Because that's what that's what Trump does. He has grudges against certain reporters, and certain networks. And oh, hearing that. Sorry, there's a, a swing to the left. Um, even when uh, when the reporter that got attacked tweeted that he got body slammed and broke and and, and his glasses were broke. Yeah. That was simple and succinct. But when the Fox News crew that was there, they reported way harsher. Oh yeah, way harsher. Um, and and to argue that, uh, to argue the difference between choking somebody and using two hands to grab near a neck. Yeah. The argument 
that is that argument is bullshit. That doesn't need to be argued. If no, you if you it doesn't matter. If you put out both hands and they grabbed a neck or a jacket and it and it looked like you were choking somebody, that's enough. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Bad. I like like his his press guy, Shane, which now everybody knows because it kept saying you got to talk to Shane. Do you know this guy? No. Uh Shane needs to squirt him in the face with a water bottle like a cat and say, "Hey, stop doing that." You gotta stop behaving this way. Yeah, you're being you're being primal, which has no place, no place. And running for Congress, Tester's quote about man, this is that's job. your job. That's it. Your job is answering questions. Yes. Your job is representing your constituents. Your job is literally having answers to questions. <laughs> it's literally yeah. all the job is. Yeah. And you're not. You can't always default to the press guy. No. And and like. To say I'm disappointed in Montana, it feels natural. We're, we live in a red state. It feels pretty natural. You look at that map, it's like three blue areas compared to a sea of red. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not disappointed. I think our main constituency voted for the guy they wanted. Right. But physical altercation no. is the bottom. It sucks. It's the bottom. Well, and here's, man, and you know what really sucks the, Carly and I are talking about this. Um, so, you know, thinking about that guy asking the, the Guardian reporter, like, you don't look like you're British. Uh, and then clearly, like, waiting for some sort of altercation. Oh, yeah. You know, puffing up, like you yeah, said. Yeah, he wanted it. Um, yeah. uh, and it seems like, or, or you know, when, when Gianforte finally apologized in his, uh, in his victory speech. Um, <laughs> and you could hear... When he when he started to apologize, you hear people laughing. Oh yeah. And the thing that pisses me off so much is, you know, we can talk about how shitty of a country North Korea is and how they're our enemy. Mm-hmm. I think you could make an honest argument that America is officially the shittiest country in the world, and mm-hmm. here's why: <laughs> because we get to choose to be shitty. We don't have a dictator. We don't have like. Uh, rampant, abject poverty. I mean, we do have those things, but those people aren't shitty. Mm-hmm. It's the people who are, are white, Christian, middle class, upper class people who are shitty in this country. Yeah. And others, too. But it's a fucking choice. Yeah. They made a choice to yeah. be that way. They're not persecuted. They're free. Yeah, it's the bubble thing. And you still are going to behave that way. Yeah. And Because um, you can educate yourself on both views. Yeah, and you can use your you can use common sense. You can use your brain totally to say, oh well, if I only read the one website that tells me what I want to hear, well then then you're wrong. Yeah, you should probably read everything. Or or just don't be a dick. Don't assault somebody. It's weird. It's really weird. It makes me feel that same way I feel when some asshole in a bar is too aggressive. Oh yeah, and all I can think is like, ah, but that's who we elect now. The fuck is your problem? It is, it is like, and And they're elected by millions of people like that, and that's that. From what I can tell, is like sort of half of America. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm I'm being you know hyperbolic, but uh, this is mainstream. Yeah, this kind of behavior in acting like this. Uh, It was in every. I can't believe how many people were talking about it nationwide. Like not only, I mean, CNN's been talking about this election for a month, yeah, because it is important. A single seat 
to be grabbed by somebody, to be grabbed by either party. I hate talking about that. I hate talking about there's only two choices. Mm-hmm. I got to go with this guy or this guy. Gross. But uh, the, yesterday, even like when comedians, when national like level comedians are talking about the Montana election. Yeah. That's the first time it embarrassed me. Yeah. Oh, it's a punchline. It's a fucking no, punchline. It's, it's he, a punchline. Yeah, we elected that guy. Like, like I, like I never want to participate in comments. I love reading them. Now, I don't participate anymore because there's no way to convince somebody of an argument via that shit. Um, but it was like when a favorite comedian or favorite improv guy he posted a picture of it. Fucking Questlove posted about it. He did on Instagram on the on his Instagram story. He. Uh, it was uh, him shaking. It was a, uh, a boomerang of him shaking his head with a sound of like you know the in the background with him saying, "This is me hearing about the Montana election body slam or whatever it said." Uh, Questlove, who's trapped in you know a studio doing his job yeah. with no windows and no access to the world, even he heard this tape. Yeah. Of this uh, ridiculous event. My first reaction was like, I wonder if I can, t- can I message Questlove to tell him that it's bullshit and not everybody's this way? Yeah. Because that's weird. And what does it mean now, right? So, so. It means you can, you can attack somebody the night before the election and win by whatever it was. He got- Here's the lesson. You can be, uh, you can believe the earth is 6,000 years old. Yeah, that you lassoed dinosaurs. You Humans can, lassoed. You can um, uh, basically not believe in science in more than one way. Mm-hmm. Um, you and it is and you can assault someone mm-hmm. when you get frustrated. You can be mad. And by the way, this is not. I don't know if you remember when the Missoulian interviewed Gianforte months ago, and he did not assault anybody. But they released a transcript. Uh, it was like Gwen Florio and the editor of the Missoulian and Jamie Frazier, one other guy maybe, um, uh, interviewing Gianforte. And they just released the transcript of it because yeah. it's intense. And at some point, Gianforte starts pounding the table, oh. getting frustrated about their line of questioning. I mean, this is not out of nowhere yeah, yeah, yeah. with this guy. He's got a short fuse. Um, so short fuse, uh, don't believe in science. Uh, but as long as you're rich and richer than the other guy, you can go to Congress. That's the lesson. That's yeah. the takeaway from this. Yeah. So. And people talking about his, uh, uh, God, I, I'm just so tired of the, they're like, well, he's got to go, he's got to go to court now. He's not going to go to court. He's not going to go to court. Time he's served. done with this. Yeah, time served. It's over. And, uh, and like, I mean, even if, even if the reporter Obviously, press charges. Even if the reporter shows up, uh, Gianforte has no problem settling a million dollars to that guy to say, "No, it's this be, is he's over." He's going to get fined three hundred bucks. Five hundred. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred. It's a possibility of five hundred and six months in jail. Yeah. No, but he's done. He's yeah, never going to have to hear about it. And either. that and that also sucks. That and it's the joke. Oh, what the fuck? There was this great years ago. This is years ago, probably a decade ago, of uh, a bunch of stats that were um, criminal stats of a certain group, and it asked you, could you guess who this is? And like mo- more people said NBA or NFL, but it was actually uh, the Senate and House. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, like, so the other thing to learn is that when you become a congressman, 
you are then also above the law. Totally. Well, you've seen House of Cards. <laughs> I've only the first season. I can't do it. Oh, really? I kind of like it. I maybe don't. I used to love that show, but I think now it's like, what's the point? Well, it's, oh, it's like watching Veep, where I love watching Veep until now, where, oh, this is this is actually what's going on. Yeah. This, this isn't, I mean, to an extent, this idea, this ethos that Veep presents, eh, it's pretty real. Yeah. Um, they're, they're horrible humans. I like that. Because I mean, I mean, well, I, the I, difference I, between Veep and House of Cards is the scoring. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's be nice. honest. True, true. That's uh, it. I, I can see that. Uh, I just realized the name of this podcast is "America Chooses to Be Shitty." <laughs> oh, that's how I feel. We're making oh, no. this choice right now, man. Uh, we don't have to be this way. It's so weird. There's no way to. We should be so cool. We should be so fucking cool. Yeah. Remember when Japan used to love? I mean, us? most of us should be cool. Yeah, you know, I, there are lots of people in America who have very good reason to not be cool. Generally speaking, from what I can tell, though, those people tend to vote for the cool people. Yeah, and by cool, by the way, I just mean empathetic, yeah, tolerant, thoughtful people. I'm not saying Democrat. Yeah. Sorry. No, I don't think Democrats are cool. We don't have to think go. I can't talk about this anymore. It's <laughs> Amazing. Um, so uh, we don't have to talk about this next time. No, we don't have to. Let's make let's be funny next time. Oh, this is pretty funny. Listening to people be angry is hilarious. I feel I feel I feel like kind of sick from the coffee this late. I definitely don't have to label this one as comedy. I feel like my body odor smells different than it did at the beginning <laughs> of this podcast. Oh, the pheromones! Like yeah, like I got angry little pheromones. Shit. Oh, you're not like... excreting shit, but excreting weird pheromones. Um. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It is. What's the next election? Everybody look should like? do something cool, though. You know what I did today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Feeling weird. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling weird. I did something nice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was driving. I cleaned out my truck recently, so actually other people can be in it. And oh, awesome. I was coming down two hundred, and a dude was hitchhiking, and I went past him. And then I thought, I don't really actually have a reason to not pick that guy up. No. And I did it. Oh, nice. And it was totally nice. Congratulations. I was a little drunk. God, you're amazing. It felt really nice. And you really appreciated it. I'm uh, sure. Have you ever had to hitchhike? Oh yeah. And had a hundred. And cars I do. Passing? And I do pick up hitchhikers. Yeah. Um. Uh. But honestly, I haven't had anything. I haven't had a seat in my car for so long. True. Yeah. I don't pick up hitchhikers because it's it's much like uh, uh, if you have a gambling problem, you don't go into a casino. Yeah. Um. I have a problem with killing people hitchhikers. <laughs> I can't. I just. I Good just, for you, man. I, just, I don't pick them up because, well, then I, I don't. I'm not tempted with. And you're murder. choosing to be cool. I'm choosing and to be cool. It's not easy. It's against your nature. I wave at him. I smile. I say, "Man, you just survived another day." Totally. <laughs> Good for you, man. Well, I think we should end on that. Uh, we're gonna end on that. Um, I have a. I have a podcast recommendation. Oh, you do? Because I was on trypodcast.org which is trying to relate, raise popularity for podcasting, which which is what we do. We podcast. Yeah. Um, did you know only like 15% of America listens to podcasts? Um, which is really sad. I, I mean, that's... Trypodcast.org. Um, there was, there's a great Greg Proops. He's one of the Who's Line guys. He has a podcast called Smartest Man in the World. It's kind of a stand-up comedy stream of consciousness type of deal he's super smart okay and uh he 
this last couple episodes, he and I'm sure he'll mention the Montana thing on the coming episode yeah. because it happened. Yeah, if you haven't had enough of that. But uh, but uh, but he talks about uh, this uh, pretty consistently right now because it's what's sad. this? Uh, Trump's America. Yeah, choosing to be shitty, and it reminded me of that this whole time because he's super knowledgeable on the subject yeah. as well. I'm I'm fatigued on it and I'm fatigued on wishing cuz I'm obsessed with news and I'm I'm fatigued of wishing so badly for something to fail. Oh yeah, it sucks. So much of my energy goes into bad things happening to that guy. Like the the hope would be what does the next election look like? Are we learning something from this? But you know that that's a that's a but the, naive way to think. Yeah, the problem is is that the next election will be a larger shit show. Yeah. I just that sucks. Like it's we're in a spiral. I don't want to be in a. I don't want to be in a downward spiral. Yeah. Ugh. This is probably exactly the conversation we had after Trump got elected. I think it is. And it's, we kind of it avoid sucks it that we're doing it again. It's uh, and we're gonna probably do it again next time. When uh, yeah, we got who's that guy? Somebody that owns like a chain of coffee shops or something is gonna run against Tester. I don't know. Uh, but my fear is uh, is Richard Spence storage units. Guy that owns storage units. Oh, that's good money. Right. Well, then he's going to win. Own property. Build garages. Good for him. Uh, good job. Um, uh, should we do the contact stuff? Sure. Oh, uh, we, oh, you know what we have? I haven't seen you. I haven't talked to you. I can't communicate with you because I live on a goddamn farm. We now own jamieandtravispresent.com. Oh, really? We do. And because I signed up for that, I am getting 5,000 phone calls a day from... Marketing companies and web design companies and all oh, that sucks. Let's kill anyway, jamieandtravispresent.com takes you to our website, which takes you to... That's usually how .coms work. <laughs> <laughs> but we no longer have to put Podbean in the uh, title. That's huge. We're, we are jamieandtravispresent.com Thanks. Now. Thanks, Travis. That was eleven ninety nine. well spent. Fuck yeah. I know. So And it's eleven ninety nine a day. So... <laughs> it's, if... And there's no decimal you point. You want to send us some money. There's no decimal point. It's $1,500 a day. Uh, you can email us at jamieandtravispresent at gmail.com. You can get a hold of us on Twitter at at jamietravispod, on Facebook yeah. at facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, jamietravispresent.com is and, our... And jamietravispresent... Yeah, who cares about all the other stuff? You can just go... And that's the only way to get to our archive of episodes. What if we... You know, this will be our 30, ja- 38th episode. Okay. What if... Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, no, I love it. What if we set up an app... Or... Okay. Oh, my God. I had so much coffee. <laughs> I'm a wreck. What if on jamieandtraviscrisons.com people could have like usernames and profiles mm-hmm. and they could have like pages and you could like post stuff onto your page and other people could click on it and look at your pictures and your links. That's how you, Walter 12, was that his name? Walter 20, 12 or 21, 12, I don't, I don't Walter remember. 12. I don't remember. Who is he? Who is he? <laughs> Let's find him. Everyone knows him. If you know who Walter is, we want him on the podcast. Do we? <laughs> well, well, we won't have it in my house. Yeah. We'll have it somewhere else. Yeah. In a park. We'll do it somewhere public. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time we've ever hired security I love, for that, our... I love that that people know that isn't it intense that there's a local celebrity that no one knows the face of just from one newspaper's comment boards oh it's so weird and there's a bunch of them there's like 10 of them right of people that are Walter 12 cons- no 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 it's not a consortium I wish it was it was oh. a panel that, that that decided what they were gonna write no like there's 
there's other Walter 12s, other oh, avatars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the world we live in. The good in. old days, man. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Uh, Make America great again. Uh, oh, Jesus. Thanks for ending with that. Anyway. Um, America chooses to be Jamie <laughs> I just said this has been jamieandtrousepresent.com. Nice. Should we? Should that be the name of the podcast? No, uh, it's it's that's it's unnecessary. All right, we have to finish this. Uh, uh, Thank you. We for should listening. make. We'll we make, can't drink coffee this late. In the we're day. gonna make bumper stickers that say "America chooses to be shitty." I think we should make it a little. Will you buy them, audience? Do you know Question what I'm mark? saying when I say that, though? I do. I understand completely. I, I, I wasn't being very articulate, and I wasn't the oh, whole time we talked about this. But it just feels like, I think why it, can't we be tougher? Why can't we be cooler? Yeah. You know, we... Um, Smarter. We have a, America is a great country. Yeah. Uh, I think. Like, in, in principle, at least. Yeah. Um, there are lots of fucked up things, but I don't actually even blame America, whatever that means, for a lot of the fucked up things. Yeah. Because... You know, whatever. Growing pains. We're figuring it out. There's also no other country like us. Yeah. Um, with so many different types of people. Yeah. So many people. And this structure is very, you know. Um, we really should be 50 countries in some ways. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, like, even willing to say, you know, all the things that are imperfect about America, uh, I think we should work to fix. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's pretty pretty good. But can we lead by example instead of... But can't of, we lead by example? But instead of... Like, instead of wanting to time travel. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't want... I personally, Democrat or Republican, neither. I, I don't want to be 1940s America. And can we stop being so obsessed about winning? Oh, I mean, it's so weird. It, it seems like it used to be that you would elect someone who was good at compromising. Yeah. Who wouldn't sell you out in certain ways. Yeah. But when you knew you were sending them to Washington, they were going to have to compromise. Yeah. That's the whole fucking point. Yeah. It's, you don't go to Washington to dominate the other side mm-hmm. you go to Washington to get as much for your constituents as possible yeah. you don't want to fuck them obviously I mean, he's, he's, you're he... being a voice for them but they're acknowledging that there are 49 other states with different people who have different values and concerns yeah. and uh, their voices have to get heard too and we are just where is the fucking compassion man Oh yeah, empathy. and what's this tough guy bullshit yeah, what and yeah, we That's not tough. Beating up a reporter who by the way, from his Twitter picture looks like a little weenie. Yeah. Okay? You're going to beat up that guy? Yeah. And and then all your constituents think that's cool? Oh man, a lot of them do. I'm just I, so fucking I did t- over it. I did take a peek at uh uh talk radio, conservative talk radio yesterday. I I know what they said, I'm sure. Oh, they love it. Yeah. And it's so weird to root for to root for fighting, and ha- why physical. And it, the thing that sucks is, I you can say to me that that guy's a bad reporter and he writes for a bad newspaper. I mean, I don't know if that's true, um, but you could say that, and that's fair. No, you cannot condone beating the shit out of him. No, you can't. No, you, no, in no way. It's against the law to start with. And that's the thing is, you can get charged with a crime now and be applauded for it. Oh, it's it's fun. It's it. it I, I can only assume. It got him more votes. Just think of the human that turned. Think of the human that was like, oh, wait, I will go vote today. <laughs> I think that probably happened. Uh, of course it did. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's with uh, 600,000 people registered to vote and 600 plus. Um, I'm sure there was yeah, at least one. Yeah. And that sucks. 
at least one guy crawled out of his cave to say, oh, wait, this guy's, this guy, uh, like, it's like uh, challenging somebody to a duel. Well, that's been over for a long, is he going to fight on the floor of the house? Is he going to start a fight? That's really bummer, man. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Don't like it. I, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to defend myself, but I'm, I'm afraid of those people. Like, you mean I, like physically defend yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't run away, but I also wouldn't participate either. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my response usually when I feel threatened is to threaten calling the police, <laughs> which is what he did. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> best podcast ever we're gonna win those awards good luck out there everyone uh this has been jamie and travis present, present. jamie and travis jamie and travis jamie and travis present it's a little spooky that's creepy it's like oh, oh i like it it's oh. friendly spooky it's friendly spooky. it's kind of eastern european gypsy some gypsy stuff happening yeah like this is, this is, believe it or not. Yeah. This is for kids. No way. It's also for adults. This is that Salamanders band again. We're talking about the Salamanders again. So they're not only Salamanders, they're also chameleons. They're oh. of genre. Oh, you like that? That was pretty good. I can't. I, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I see. Uh, chameleons are reptiles, not amphibians. This is uh, before you send in an email. This is their new album, Bubbles. Awesome. This is Skeleton Rag. Oh my god. Off gosh. that album. Loving it. Do you want to get a copy of this? Uh, I would really like to, and I would prefer to buy it from a human being. Uh, I would prefer to buy it locally, even, oh, from whoa. a human being. Okay. Rockin' Rudy's has it. Awesome. You can go down to Rudy's and get it. Get a you... squirt gun, some marbles, a couple gift cards. And a couple gift cards and some incense. Oh. That's a day. That's a day. That's a kid friendly day. Also, you can go to salamandersmusic.com. You can also get it on iTunes and Amazon if you choose to do so. Also, did you know. That this is kids' music. Uh, Let me just say this again: it's also for adults. It's kids' music. You know what kids love? Um, kids love sorry. library. Libraries. So there's Montana Public Libraries carry tons of music for kids. Well, you know what? I didn't love the library when I was little, but if it had this at the library, I would have loved it. If you go borrow this at the library, would have you? Would yeah, you I, I would have. How do libraries get this though? So every CD they sell. The Salamanders are going to donate one to a Montana Public Library. That's really awesome. Yeah. So. By just buying one CD, you could support a local band, local musicians, local, local kids, and libraries all over Montana. Awesome. You know what? I want to see this live. We need more of that, man. I know. We need more salamanders. I know. We actually also need more salamanders because they're amphibians and they are a keystone species in many ecosystems. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. You probably didn't. Did you want to see this live with me? Uh, yeah, but I don't know when. Uh, on June 2nd. This is crazy. I don't. June 2nd. I know. This is rocking. It's weird and cool. June 2nd, shove Top some Hat. kids out of the way. June 2nd, Top Hat. I would love to watch you shove some kids out of the I way. I wouldn't do that. We're going to be there okay. doing that. Yes. June 2nd, Top Hat, Family Friendly Friday. June 3rd, Daily Mansion for Spring Adventures. You awesome. can see this band play these tunes. These guys are pro. I mean, this is really tight. They got some heavy hitters on this album. Who, who's on it? They got Grace Decker playing some fiddle. Missoula's fiddle player. They got Jeff Stickney playing some trumpet. Missoula's trumpet player. He's also uh, Missoula's piano tuner, just so you know. Oh. And also, Andrea Harcel's on this album. Oh, man. Everybody's on this album. It's so good. That's awesome. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks for telling me about it, man. I'll see you at the show. You're welcome.